gas company guys just found it. A cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. A chud. Paul, what's happening here? It seems that some living organisms on this island are undergoing drastic mutation. Maybe it mutated itself back to its original shape, if that's possible. I've seen it happen to a banana plant. I alone remain to bring delivery of your pain. Good evening and welcome to episode 13 of Channel Massive. Uh, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> one, one podcast. Uh, 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 Damn, I was going to do that when you introduced me to The Count <laughs> You take all my glory I steal your thunder You steal it from under <laughs> So that's Jason and Jim <laughs> I see what I was going to do This is Jim, the man of many voices A thousand voices Let me count them for you One uh, 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 uh. Two Ah uh. <laughs> hey, what is this podcast? This is Channel Massive. I am speaking to you now from <laughs> Channel Massive. I will be speaking to you many more times as today goes into night. We get sexy, funky English time. English is not so bad for me. And this is Noah. We have a very special Halloween episode tonight. For the first time in high fidelity superphonic stereo... That's right. For your listening pleasure. This time we're not recording straight to vinyl like usual. <laughs> That's right. We've upgraded. Only digital, no analog tonight. Well, there's a little analog involved, but nothing that we can't get rid of. We'll be getting started with Looping Gaming, what we've been playing, and also our special investigative reporter yeah. on the street, Jason, will be giving us He has lots of feelings about society. He wants to air tonight. <laughs> and after that, we are going to have a round table. <laughs> it's addiction. It's, it's perhaps, game addiction. It's maybe, maybe you're having some issues. I'm out because I'm too addicted to games. If you weren't no having time. withdrawal right now, you yeah. could probably think Seriously, clearly. I, I mean, actually, I did. I saw your, you glaze over there for a second. You're like, I don't want to say this, but you, yeah, know, you didn't necessarily blank out. Admitting you, you have a problem is half the battle. Or at least, I don't have a problem with games. Oh, okay. Noah, this strange okay. man that we've just brought in that looks official is here for your intervention. <laughs> and we know how much you like interventions. We're going to have in- interventions. During the round table, Dr. Kleiner, Noah. Do you remember the and fun we had when you boys your mom. And your mom. <laughs> oh, and here's your dad. Noah, honey. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we just want you to get better. And then after that, take the mess. Ouch will be marked with his rent on mid-game content and MMOs. Or lack of Sandwiches, own. actually. Sandwich? MMO sandwiches. I think it was a random mm. sandwiches. <laughs> Manny's mutton and onion. Mm-mm. I don't remember. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we'll make a best effort at it. French fried potatoes <laughs> and potted meat. Mm-hmm. Way to go, champ. Yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Let's get going. Okay. <laughs> The 
evil is free. May God have mercy on us. Gaming take 24. <laughs> All right, so we are ready to turn it down a notch. Turn it down? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to crank it up. It are you ready running. to rumble? <laughs> are you ready? It's now time for the weekend gaming. Wig, as we call it. Wig, twig. Either one try. The twat. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't the wait. At the, uh, yeah. the week at so to start. <laughs> McDonald's out, has just dropped us as a sponsor. <laughs> there goes Walmart. Damn. We'll have to be like all the other podcasts oh, and push type frag. Here comes an email from uh, Janet Jackson. From Janet Jackson, you know, <laughs> saying, "I totally support what you're trying to do here." <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Well, she feels our pain. Pain and pleasure, indivisible. <laughs> I hope I bet we don't. It was an accident. Malfunctions. <laughs> so, Mark, what have you been playing in the last couple of weeks since our last episode? I've been um, playing the Orange Box stuff, oh, like yeah, everything right. that it has to offer. So, I've been playing. I never did play Half Life Two episode How's, one. Uh, so I've been doing that. How's uh, Portal? I finished Portal. You finished it took Portal? Two and a half so hours. Cool. It's one of the most fun things I've ever experienced, and I'm going to go to Jim's <laughs> house and install it, and make him play it. It's really fun. It's like uh, it's just it starts out as a puzzle game, mm-hmm. and it's got but there's this twisted undercurrent going on, really twisted, like David Lynch twisted. And the more you play it, the more you get kind of sucked into that. Until the kind of climactic end, which isn't actually the end, and, and just I don't I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but it's really really fun. Hmm. Highly recommend cool. it. Yeah, I mean, Valve, of course, is just one of those companies that you know does a good job as far as their design oh, goes. It's great. I I thought it was just added on as an afterthought or something. I had no idea. Yeah, but Port- Portal was like a totally separate thing, though, by a totally separate group of developers who just use their engine, right? I think it? so. I'm Something not like quite that. sure what the story is, but it's it's brilliant. I mean, it's just one of those brilliant. one of those little games that comes along once in a, you know, every ten years and it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you see, it's like an afterthought, but yet it's like one of the most funnest yeah. things I, you've ever played. I, I sat down with, cool. my intention was to play through the first puzzle in it, and the next thing I knew I'd finished the whole thing, and it was like some ungodly hour in the morning. Like you're addicted that uh, could be. And, and, yeah. and a bad parent. And a bad parent. And a bad parent. Um, but I was my just lawn. Play one level and then put the baby to bed. But... My lawn is looking great. Uh, yeah. I noticed. But I did that. I played. Uh, I'm almost done with Half Life 2 Episode 1, and I've been playing a lot of Team Fortress. And then I've been playing City of Heroes with you guys, of course. Team Fortress 2? 2, I mean. No, yeah, Team Fortress Yeah, one. see, that looks so I'm much playing fun. Team Fortress 2. That's really fun. I really like the, uh, just like the style of that just looks really fun. The best part is the minute it came out, it already had the elitists. So oh, I, really? I got on. I got on this really <laughs> low-latency server, so I had like a 13-millisecond ping time, which was just about insane. And uh, I was doing, I thought, pretty well, considering it was my first game. I got I got yelled at and punted off the server. So then I went to another server. 
I played for a little bit longer, but I still got yelled at and punted off the server. I went to another really? server, and I, I that one they actually let me play till I logged off. But uh, I was like in the bottom quarter, I think, of, of it the whole time. So people are really good at it and know what to do with all the different you huh. know classes that they have and, and everything. But it's it's really a blast, and I'm enjoying getting better at it slowly. And, yeah, I mean, just just the look of it is like that's, what's that's so what appeals cool to is me. That... Is like I just kind of want to get in there and kind of yeah. give it a shot because they all look, they're you know, fun. they all have their unique look and they kind of seem like they have a different kind of attitude and they style do. to them. And, and they're you know they have different movement speeds and mm-hmm. you know their their hardiness is different. You know, like the heavy he can take a whole bunch of punishment, but he doesn't move so fast, but he right. does damage. It's it's really cool. And there's a lot of pairings between like two classes will help each other out like you get a medic and a heavy and the medic's like buffing up the heavy and so the heavy's just this like force of you know nature you can't you know he's really hard to to, to take on and mm-hmm. you know, there's different things like that and there's counters too like the sniper will be sniping people and so the spy goes up behind him and whips out the butterfly knife and kills him <laughs> you know it's just all kinds of neat little it's that like, sounds like fun yeah i i really am enjoying because i hate that. snipers yeah it, it's really funny in this one to see the snipers just get you know from nowhere they go down so it's kind of cool but that's been my experience for the week pretty much so how about you no for me it's just been city of heroes well, you've had a light gaming week this week. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Yeah, you know, I've actually been writing for you know, games. Oh, writing. Oh, one of those yeah. types. Mm. Yes. I've been writing for those, those, those who can't play right. So you're vicariously <laughs> playing them. I am. I'm, yeah, I'm writing about games that I'm excited about getting the chance to play, but they haven't come out yet. So there's a lot of cool stuff coming out on the consoles. Oh, that's cool. And it's. Kind of because it's the holiday season and so oh right yeah I mean shoot a lot of yeah a lot yeah. of good stuff's gonna be coming out you in these next any, few months. Any big price cuts on the consoles before Christmas or for the holidays? Or? You know, with Halo Three out for 360, I think we've seen the last of the price cuts that are gonna come before Christmas. PlayStation Three just did a price cut. Yeah, I heard they were make, making like a different. Uh, Different version of the PlayStation yeah, 3 that was right. somewhat more affordable what they did was they to the lesser peasants. Their lower level model, which I think was 60 gigabytes, and they got rid of that. And we're replacing it with a 40 gigabyte model that's $399. Mm-hmm. Is it just a difference in hard drive space? Is that what it no, is? No, it also doesn't have, it has two fewer USB ports, and it has no backwards compatibility with these PlayStation 2. Oh, jeez. The more expensive one has the extra USB ports and it has the HDMI output and an 80 gigabyte program. And that's been dropped down in price from, I think, $599 to $499. Mm-hmm. So you can get it either for $399 or $499. Mm-hmm. Which puts it more within the range of the EV to Xbox 360. Oh, uh, the black one? Gone are the days of the Atari 2600. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, official announcement on Channel Massive. We, we are now declaring the, the death of the Atari 2600. No! Yes. I'll never, I'll never give it up. <laughs> no! That and your copy of E.T. the Extraterrestrial, right? <laughs> Space Invaders. The, the, gr- the greatest Atari 2600 game of all time. That and Pong. And Pitfall. No, Pong, Pong, Tank. Pong was like the classic. Pong. That was for Joust. <laughs> Joust was good. Yeah. With that cool 8-bit sound. 
Yeah. I had the ColecoVision Donkey Kong, which was just utterly horrible. Yeah, yeah. So is that what you were playing in last week, Jim? I was. No. I did pull out the uh, my old Xbox and play some uh, Knights of the Republic on... Uh, Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah. yeah. I can't find mine. Yeah, because I, I have it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because last week I That's was That's what like, I've been playing. I had this weird like craving to play it, and I was like... That's funny. I can't find it. And I looked everywhere, and I was like, I must have lent it to Jason. Son of a... No, I bet no, you wanted to play it because I was playing I it. I think so. I like, was getting... Did like, you play the sequel to that, Mark? No. I haven't ever... I've never I'd played like that to. either. And that game actually ties into a rumor yeah, that will that will be part That's of the new segment. Are you playing anything else? Of uh, course, I was. I played City of Heroes right. several times. Yeah, yeah you I know, actually, I made a new character so that I can have something to play with with Mark's smelted war eagle. <laughs> His like twenty fifth variation of War Eagle X. <laughs> You don't get and it. the trick-or-treating set that's going on is really cool. I didn't know that you could get an, a full-on extra costume that you can change into a permanent. Yes, yeah, so, and you actually yeah, you get a badge if you collect all the costumes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I got like the I got like a cop costume I think when I was on there not too long ago. I got like five in a matter of twenty minutes. You got like all the different costume mm-hmm. changes. Yeah. It wasn't like the masks. No. Well, yeah, there's I thought salvage was full, and I didn't realize that. Oh no, no, no! You're that's like a solely separate. But I, that's thing. what I want is I want to get the salvage set that Mark was telling me about so I can get a full-on extra costume. Right, because like if you, yeah, because like the masks are like totally separate salvage. Yeah. But but yeah, the costumes are cool because like you can get like a cop costume or. Yeah, I bet. I think somebody was able costume. to actually turn into like a warrior costume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were. So you got that one? Oh yeah. man, I'm jealous. The juggernaut one. one, one the juggernaut one. You have the circus of what a pain or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's really cool. Cool. So that's what you've been in playing. Yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing City of Heroes. I also played a little bit of. Uh, I played a little bit of. Uh, you know, World Series of Poker again, just because you know, I'm, I'm a poker addict, poker degenerate. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I was playing uh, the City of Heroes stuff. I played. You know, I did some of the Halloween stuff. It was kind of cool because, actually, there was one. It, it wasn't the Halloween thing, but um, oh shoot, what's the What's the name of the the named the, the named clockwork mob that spawns in uh, Oh Oh Paladin. Yeah. Paladin was created in, in King's Row the other day. <laughs> and I just happened to get done with a mission in King's Row and I walked out I walked out the door and I'm like <laughs> I'm cruising and there he is with his, with all of his minions and stuff and like I got blasted and I died. You know, you don't get anything for killing him except for just you know, he's like one of those high level monsters that you need like a bunch of players to kill. Right. So I sat there and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to recruit like a bunch of people and I'm just going to take this thing down just to just to say that because I've actually I got I've had the badge to that prevents you, you get a badge for pre- preventing the creation of Paladin. Right. But there's like nothing. There's like nothing. You don't get anything for killing killing him once he's created except just for the satisfaction of saying that we killed him. So I was like in I was in King's Road broadcast chat going, Come on everybody, kill come up here, you know, and Take we'll kill, him down. We'll kill Paladin. It took forever, but finally people were like, Yeah, let's kill Paladin <laughs> So I rallied a bunch of people to come kill Paladin with me. It was pretty fun. We had we had a good time doing that. That's cool. Yeah, that that was probably like the highlight of my 
my gaming week was was trying because it took forever, man. It seemed like I think it took like thirty thirty minutes, you know, just to do it. You know, because initially, like, I, we had like a bunch of low level people, so like we we couldn't do any damage, and so finally, like, you know, anybody who was passing through the zone, we just I just kept spamming and in the chat, you know, come help us take Paladin out, you know, he's a menace to society, and finally, like, a bunch of people came, and we started, you know, we finally whittled him down eventually, and, and got him. Oh, that's really cool, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that was pretty much my, my, my gaming experience this week. Pretty, pretty bland. Well, if that wraps it up. I think it's time for some gaming news. I guess we could do some news. From JJ Genova. Twitter. <laughs> oh, break it down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are the white rappers of oh, the... Oh, break it down. I'm white and nerdy. <laughs> one time, one time. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> white and nerdy. Um, let's see. I guess, I guess we could start out with some... Uh, yeah, I, I think a couple of these news blurbs are kind of related to each other because they deal with... How companies are, are starting to charge customers for for their services. Um, Anarchy Online recently they, they launched a virtual item sale. Oh, really? In uh, in their game, yeah, it's 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 you know one of these progressive moves uh, that these companies are going towards, where you can you can purchase you know virtual items. You can purchase points. I think in, in Anarchy Online, you can purchase points which are used to acquire virtual items that are inside the game. Uh, first items, uh, they introduce, they're like hover bikes and hoverboards, uh, clothing, pets, you know, apartments, that kind of thing. toys. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think that they have sex toys know, in those this ads one for yet. Anarchy Online used to be, remember they used to have the... The like it was like a female character scantily clad and said, "Hey, me." Yeah, yeah. But then exactly. you would like log in, and she was, you know, she consisted of like she wasn't nearly as hot as points she of, in the, uh, yeah. you know, it was like a model with like fourteen different right. vectors to it. I mean, it was like really <laughs> poorly rendered. Uh, yeah, apparently their <laughs> apparently their focus isn't to you know totally destroy game paint. Gameplay, gameplay balance in this. I mean, they don't want to make it so you're buying like you know high elite items. They just want you to buy, you know, like specialty items. You know that you know anybody can get, but you still have to break out some cash for. So you have packages that you could produce. You know, you can get these points in, which are like ten, twenty, forty bucks. Um, so like a hundred points is equivalent to one dollar. And you can purchase, like, the entire range. So, I guess as an introductory offer, you can purchase the entire new collection of bikes and boards for 2,000 points. So, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's it's one of those steps that, you know, companies are starting to take to, hmm. you know, generate different kinds of revenue. It's a micropayment thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, in a, you know, in a related bit of news... Um, NCSoft and Double Fusion, Double Fusion. They've announced that they've uh, done a deal where they're going to supply technology and sales assistance for providing in-game and out-of-game advertising uh, for some of the games that NCSoft produces, like uh, X Steel. Oh, X Steel is like a game? yeah, it's like a giant robot, you know, game, all a Robotech or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Dungeon Runners. That's your personal favorite. Yeah, Dungeon Runner is my personal favorite. 
Um, you know, so it's, it's just another one of those deals where, you know, these companies are coming out with these different kind of models, these business models to generate revenue for their games. Um, you know, it's getting in this, this part, you know, yeah, it's interesting and all how they're doing it, but it's like, okay, but then you go and you look at the quality of some of these games and it's like, I'm sorry, but Dungeon Runners really just doesn't do anything for me besides make me want to... Didn't you hear about the huge improvements? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, t- tons tons and tons of improvements, <laughs> of course. <laughs> they blew chunks. Or a chunk. Yeah, they... that's what they call their release updates is blowing a chunk. They blew a chunk. Their first chunk has been blown. Right. Exactly. Some other uh, company, company news. Um, Electronic Arts acquired uh, Bioware... And pandemic games, um, uh, you know. the world is doomed. Yeah, did you, well, did you not, feel the the subtle shift? You know, is it, the, it's interesting. It's an interesting move because Bioware was, you know, Bioware has been, of course, putting out all these great games, and uh, you know, they they've created like you know the Baldur's Gate games and Knights of the. <coughs> they made a good and, Star Wars game. Yeah, they made like one of the only good Star Wars games yeah. recently. Uh, I'm so evil on that game. Oh yeah, and evil, evil. You know they, they, you know, of course, Jade Jade Empire, which was another great console oh, game that one. I just absolutely love. Um, you know, so they, you know, they went ahead and acquired them, and then just today, you know, a rumor came across the internet, which, well, I guess it wasn't just today. This has been going around for a while, but according to uh, PrimoTechnology.com. You know, and this is, you know, rumor alert, you know, I'll, I'll put the heading rumor alert above this. You know, it says a cl- source close to Bioware confirmed today that the uh, their upcoming MMO is going to be based off the Knights of the Old Republic universe. So, you know, take that what you will, you know, but, you know, that may be why EA decided to acquire them, because they knew that something was in the works Yeah, they like would. this, you know, and... When they have a, you know, it's such a huge IP. You know, they would have. Yeah. And there's political ties in that. The new president, the, which was their old president that came back, he was part of Elevation Partners, which were the original groups that purchased those studios, and then he left them to go back to be the president of EA. And then, lo and behold, after he's been there for a few months, mm-hmm. he goes and purchases from Elevation Partners the people he was with before. Right. The same studios again for. One of the most highest price tags yet, $865 million for just those two game studios. Yeah, I know. It's and like crazy. Both of, those games, both of those two, I think, have to put out two big hits a year for five years to make it that money. Well, yeah, but then if you have an IP like Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic to work with, and they, and they know that, they kind of they probably might have some inside information, even though they're not probably not letting well, on to that. I think they did, because Elevation used to own them, and that's where the year president Right, exactly, you know, and they're like, they're like, yeah. oh yeah, we want to have a MMO like this under our belt, so we can say, here we go. You know, so, we got some major competition <clears throat> with some of these other MMO developers out so there. So this bodes really well for Star Wars Galaxies players out there. <laughs> I mean, if I were you, I, no, would, I would start devoting uh, a lot more time to that game, because yeah, it's going to be yeah, you better, you better just go ahead and actually sorry but my recommendation would be to flee that game as soon as humanly possible because there's just there's no future there there's probably no future there it's the at all soon to become the Asheron's call 2 of Asheron's Star call Wars 2 MMOs. auto assault 
Did you see Horizon. the? Did you see that the um, the uh, Rome game is gone? Yeah, that's another uh, piece of news. You know, remember when I when I brought this up a couple yeah. weeks ago that you know they they had announced layoffs and they were like, well, we want to polish gods and heroes. That's some polish. Yeah. Well, that turns out to be it. a bunch of hooey because really their intent was is just to totally shelf gods and heroes altogether. Yeah, Perpetual has decided to totally shelve that project. It's an indefinite hold, meaning that it's vaporware. Uh, and basically they're just going to focus their entire efforts, it looks like, on the, the Star Trek online IP that they've got. Uh, you know, and... You know, okay, I, I can see why they would want to do that. You know, I mean, the Star Trek franchise is huge. You know, it's, you know, it really, you can't get any bigger than that. You know, when it comes to an intellectual property such as that. I mean, you just can't. But, well, you know, it's like all that, all that time, all that time and effort. Yeah, when they say shelf, it's not like it's ever coming off of the shelf. No, it's probably not it's, going to come off the shelf. I'm sorry. I hate I to think, break it I to you. Noah and I were involved but, with a certain software project that was shelved. <laughs> yes. And it never... You have personal work experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you guys are probably, you know, you guys have probably worked on projects, you know, in your own... Yeah. In your shelved. own companies that have been shelved or whatever, and it's like... I shelve stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the world is not ready for the <laughs> Seriously, it's like, it's like how many man hours are time. wasted on, you know, it's like, seriously. I mean, they had screenshots that were in beta testing for I this thing. I was playing the beta, like, which I think I can say now. With and, and, and then they just say no. Breaking an and, but then, you know, and then it cracks me up because when you're reading, like, some of the some of the interviews and, and, and news blurbs, they're like, oh, you know, the, it was really a fine game and we're proud of the work that we've done on it. Well, then why aren't you going forward with it and releasing it? Because as a beta tester of it, it had that same feeling I got with the Lord of the Rings Online. It was nothing I'd never done before. Right, but, it was, you like, know, Lord of the Rings Online and this is wasn't even more polished. Lord of the Rings Online is a different cat. Well, it's an IP, it, you know, it's wrapped a around IP. or the game wrapped around an IP. This was just a, I don't know, like a. I, I guess I'd rather just play Titan Quest if I wanted to do the mythological thing. It wasn't like being like in Clash of the Titans. A Titan versus a Titan. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't like that. <laughs> no, it was like that in slow motion, I suppose. No. Fighting yeah. snakes and such, you know. The typical. Yeah, you know, it's, I don't know. It just it kind of cracks me up how you know when I when I first talked about this a few weeks back, yeah. you know, and now it's come to it's come to life. It's come to it's, beautiful fruition. Yeah, you know, it's come to life that. Yeah. And, and once again, done. and once again, they won't do anything with the source code or anything like that. They won't, you know. It's like, yeah, it's just gonna. So die. it's such great source code, you know. We can't possibly like public domain it or anything, mm-hmm. make it open source or anything like that. Nope. Mm-hmm. Hang on well, to it. In, in some other news, where a game has actually been released, uh, Fury, <laughs> a successful game, has one. been released. Apparently, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's that big. It's a big PvP MMO. Yeah. Um, and then this is you know this is also I guess you could say it goes under the the different business model thing. Um, you can actually buy skills. You could buy skills, and, and you know, and abilities with real money. With real money. Oh, in this game, hacking skills. I mean, yeah, you can still, <laughs> yeah, ha- hacking skills, uh, ninja skills, nunchuck <laughs> skills. You know, <laughs> skills. Exactly. I mean, they, 
and you know you can unlock Does all the abilities in the game. Well, well yeah. So that's I mean, it's, the monthly fee. well, you could still play. You could play the game, and you can do a s- subscription where you're you're still playing it, and you're. I think in that one, like, well, I don't remember. I think the subscription is like the ultimate model in that one, or the high end of the model, right? Right. Like you can buy it piecemeal with micro payments, or you can do the subscription, which gives you yeah, exactly something like that. Exactly, and then you know, if you don't buy the skills, then of course you have to work at it and, and work through time. Chickens but if you want to cheat a little bit, you can throw down some money and get your skills. It's not right cheating. It's bat. it's. Good economics. Yeah, it's just good economics. So, you know, it's just kind of a different way of, of doing things. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how it works. Uh, you know, I guess the launch, you know, had a couple... The servers had a couple hiccups, but besides that, it was a fairly smooth launch. Really? Initially, so, you know, congratulations they had to like Oran to massive for change of direction done. in their beta, I remember. Like, we're changing everything! <laughs> yeah, that's a good sign in beta. Mm-hmm. Um, some Final Fantasy news. Man. Yeah, I know. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell is the world coming to these days? <laughs> uh, the Final Fantasy Online they had uh, they had roughly eight thousand accounts were uh, suspended or canceled due to uh, cheating or other violations of their uh, terms of service. Uh, yeah, they uh, apparently around they they say six thousand seven hundred fifty accounts were terminated. While 1,150 accounts were temporarily suspended. And they actually, you know, they kind of break it on down. They, they were, they, they put out this report where they were like, okay, you know, during the uh, week of October 4th, approximately, they had 300 cases of, or 380 cases of uh, tools that enhanced character m- movement. Ooh. So there went those. The holy grail of exactly. Cheating. You know, and they have like <laughs> exactly, and they have they have you know Meditation. different stats. Like they had like this one. It was like Chicken using power. cheats to automatically uh, repeat a particular action. Uh, the week of September twenty eighth, they had approximately seven hundred and twenty cases that they detected of that. Was it seven hundred and twenty one? I don't know. <laughs> now, you know, it's just it's kind of funny. They just they break it on down. There was like. Uh, Instances of areas or monster monopolization. Is so, that a cheat? So apparently they, they consider camping. Well, uh, there uh, there was the that or, game doesn't have the greatest user base. Maybe they just want to come up with a great way, great excuse to shut it. Yeah, down that was yeah, that was kind of one the the one area that I kind of thought was interesting where they actually were banning or suspending people because of monster mon- monopolization or or i.e. camping. You'd be in trouble for that one. Well, yeah, you know, I might be in trouble for that because yeah. sometimes I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, of course, thousands of other players do that too. Yeah, it's kind of part of the... Uh, then this, apparently, there's some kind of issue where they said use of synthesis and auction houses for real-time money activities... And they, Money laundering? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if that's really the case or not, but they just said there was like 880 cases of that. Damn. Um, Man, I've been... Yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting. Their time their own game. Yeah, and so they were like, the termination of these accounts has led to the removal of approximately 2.3 billion uh, virtual, uh, I guess it's called Gil in, oh. in Final Fantasy, from circulation. Is basically what they they reported. So I thought I thought that was just kind of an interesting, interesting blurb there. 
<clears throat> How many people does Final Fantasy Online actually have? You know, I, I honestly, I, I have no idea. I was wondering if I didn't. You know, I just saw that. Yeah, if eight, eight thousand was really a significant number, I can't tell you. I can't tell you, but it was. It would seem like it would be. Yeah. Did um? Did you have anything on the Eve Online uh, server crashes? Oh, or? they they have been experiencing. They had like a an attack. Yeah, I mean, uh, fairly th- recently, where they they has like a security breach. Yeah. Um. You know, and so they they brought the servers down for a while, and they just to you know see what was going on, and they, they apparently they, they they think they figured it out, and they brought the servers back up. That's really all I know at this point. Security on that. breach. I mean, security breach as in what? That, I don't know. That is I mean, one, it was too many people buying two accounts. Well, I heard him. I heard him say that they were sure that no user credit card information was taken. Was the thing that they claimed? Well, yeah, that's huge. So that's that's good, I suppose. But still, I mean, they're they're one of the most high tech or most technically advanced of all the game publishers out there, and for them to have a security violation like that is a real shocker to me. Yeah. You know, I, I could on I could see a lot of other companies doing you know getting hit with that that are maybe that's you know they're not, that's not their big thing. But those guys, I just—I mean, the way they have that one seamless server concept for their whole their whole world is, yeah. Well, yeah, it's not—it's not divided among shards or anything like that. It's one place, you know, on a on a cluster. Yeah, it's they have a lot of technology, cluster. and so I was really shocked that it was those guys that got hit. Yeah, it's you know, the the news on that has been, of course, you know, they try they try to keep that under the table as much as they possibly can. You know, so they're not releasing a, a lot of information on that. But needless to say, yeah, they said that there was kind of some security breach there. So it was kind of troubling. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all I have for the for the news this week. Oh, thank you, th- th- thank you for the the obligatory pity clap, Jim. <laughs> My Wait, pleasure, Jay. Make that it a, nice. let's make it a golf clap. Much better. I appreciate it. Screw you guys! And there's stuff that I didn't... I was kind of... I wasn't aware No, when I do the post-production, should I put, like, a helicopter sound in the background? As he leaves? No, for the whole thing. Like, he's, like, Chopper 4 or something oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be kind of cool. Turn the spotlight on this one. Channel Massive in the skies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the sky. Your traffic report. <laughs> or not. So are we uh, we're moving on to our round table? Where yeah, I guess so. We should have not? just an uncomfortable pause for a second. I'm glad you came back. Okay, let's see. So she's going to make love to me. That's, that's good. But she's going to kill me and eat me. That's bad. She says the monster came out of the sewer and ate her grandfather. Here's D. It's Frank. It's Uncle Frank. No. You remember? No. Come to Daddy. (laughs) 
in stereo that must vision. Mean it's time for the round table. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> laugh insanely. Give us your evil baby laugh. I'm sorry, I can't. I'm at a loss right now because Jim's just like out of control. Jim's out of control right now. Out of control. Uh, I'm it's scared. bound to happen. Hold me. <laughs> 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 we'll take a short intermission. Shimo. Jason is held. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Feel better man. now, buddy? No, not really. Hmm. Are you, you do like you have minutes. a case of the Mondays? <laughs> I feel, uh, now I just feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's hugs do that to most people. Be- I like men now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, it's because Nelson. I'm bad. I'm bad. Shimo. So Jason, what does Shimo mean? Mind now? No, I'm really not. I'm actually quite insane, but that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll persevere. Don't her. let your addictions get in the way. <laughs> I'm not addicted to. Quit playing to internet poker. Well, while okay. doing the podcasts. <laughs> so that's I'm what we're so going to be talking mean. about: is addiction to online gaming. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> we could choose another topic. I think that's the topic we decided on. At some point. addiction to MMOs. Oh. Mm. Oh. I have no experience with that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's perfect. Yes. We will make you a believer. <laughs> Get him his fix. Go, Mark, go. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, so I think I think what we might want to do is have a little talk about... What is addiction? The very concept of... Yeah, what is addiction? Have and a definition. If we have a definition of addiction, do the criteria for that apply to... MMOs. Because Are we so many get into people concepts like cat assing and poop socking <laughs> again. Only if you want. Only to. if you want. I <laughs> won't hold you. It's either that. that or we'll hug you. You have your choice. <laughs> yeah. Cat or ass both. or hugs. Or bo- I'm rooting for both. <laughs> <laughs> a hug with a cat ass in the middle. Sweet. Or a poop sock. <laughs> or two. So yeah, I think I think I guess the the common thing is. You hear it everywhere. Everybody says, oh, "I'm so addicted to this game. I'm so addicted. Oh, it's so addictive." It, the, the addiction word, the A word, is used so much with MMOs, all the different ways. Yeah, Everybody, yeah, I think it's just used a lot in our culture. Well, yeah, I think to, that's true. To it's to a, begin with. So is it a misnomer, I guess, is the first part of our of our quest mm-hmm. to understand the concept well, of MMO addiction. Let me start out by saying that I am, a, I am an alcoholic. <laughs> I know I'm an alcoholic. Step one is admitting... And I don't really give a rat's ass that I'm an alcoholic, so... Woo! Jason, so yeah, I guess I am a, a I'm an addict. High five. Uh, why are you making this about you? This is always about you. <laughs> <laughs> what about me? Hello, my name is Mark, and I'm in fact I'm, I'm, right now. And I'm I have a nice a, yard. A long hammer, <laughs> India Pale Ale by Red Hook, which uh, is pretty decent beer. Hey, maybe we can get sponsorship from them now. Maybe. I yeah. I don't think mean so. to pimp. Don't mean to pimp beer online, but you know what I'm saying. I'm just. It's a nice beer. Can we be sponsored by Scotch? Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. Scotch. I like Scotch. We can be sponsored by anyone, I think. 
Although, if, if we were sponsored by a game company, we might lose our objectivity. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we could try. Star Wars Galaxies is the best game in the world. It's the bomb. Now we're going to play a commercial. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Let's no. get to the heart of this, Mark. Tell us about addiction. Tell us about your addiction. Well, I started thinking about the... I'm not addicted. <laughs> um, I started thinking about it a little bit because I was listening to... Uh, Steven listen- Tyler? Listening to, listening to Steven Tyler on NPR. And and one thing that struck me was, if anybody knows about addiction and what it's all about, I'd say it's probably him, as opposed to say, a, you know, a, your typical therapist, because the guy's kind of lived the life. He's a toxic twin, or half, you know, he's half of the toxic twins. Well, he's no Keith Richards, but well, <laughs> he's like, he's like the, he's like Keith Richards, but without the. Looking like he died twice. Version, you know. Uh, you know what? But <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. I, I hate to interject, but Keith Richards actually looks pretty decent now. If you put a picture up of him up against Edward Van Halen now, yeah, I'd- Edward Van Halen looked absolutely freaking horrible in, in like the height of his addiction. I mean, he looked like freaking skeleton. It's and, true. And so. I, you know, I don't know. I'd have to say Keith Richards, although, you know, Keith Richards is the poster boy. For um, addiction. For or- that, you know. I mean, just for looking the part. You know, Edward Van Halen was pretty close right up there. Man. I, don't, I think a lot of people look pretty bad when they're in the throes of something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like me right now. Yeah. <laughs> part, part of the appeal of Channel Massive is how we stay on topic and really dig into the heart of the subject. <laughs> yes. Jim wants a good <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. It's a constant struggle. I, I took us off in the first place. Thank Sorry, you, man. man. We're, so we're anyway. talking about relevant topics here. <laughs> okay, so anyway, what he said was that... Um, the definition of addiction is using despite adver- adverse consequences, was what he said. And that that rang kind of true to me. I thought, oh, that's a pretty good definition of addiction. And I think it can apply to stuff beyond just, you know, drugs or alcohol or whatever. I mean, it's like, if you, say you did have a MMO addiction problem and you were, you know, playing your game... Um, and because of that, there are adverse consequences happening in your life because you weren't available for all the other things you needed to be available for. I mean, we always hear about the kids who flunk out of school or people who lose their jobs or, you know, the, this type of thing. Right, so getting a divorce or whatever. Or, yeah, or getting, yeah. yeah, your spouse says, well, you're, you know, you're not available to me, but you're... You're levels. in love with the... You're in love with your raid group and not me. Yeah, you spend all your quality time there. So, so I think that's that's a pretty good definition. But I was looking up the actual um, definitions of what it, you know of addiction, like it's drug just addiction like from Webster. You know, I've looked in a lot Webster's. of different places, and I don't know, Jim. Do you want to do you want to uh, give us? You the, the you can, I have several here. I mean, you know, there are lots of different def- definitions of it. Yeah, there really are, and, and uh, you know, there are a couple medical dictionaries. That, that have definitions. Let me ask, is it like being addicted to crack? It is. It's like it. No. <laughs> Not really. Let's see. Dictionary.com defines addiction as being abnormally tolerant to and dependent on something that is psychologically or physically habit-forming. Pretty vague in general. 
I think. And then if you go to the medical uh, entry, Merriam-Webster's Medical Dictionary, compulsive psychological need for and use of habit-forming substance such as heroin, nicotine, or alcohol, Mm -hmm. characterized by tolerance (laughs) and by well-defined physiological (laughs) symptoms upon withdrawal. What'd you come up with? Well, the one I keep running into is... And, and it kind of feeds into what we were discussing offline, which was that the like the DSM-4 has... They're mm-hmm. going from dependence to drug addiction as a classification, or they're, they're moving in some they're, direction. Yeah, when they move to the DSM-5. Right. Um, so, what I... <laughs> We like to use that jargon <laughs> to confuse you. Talk to me and, 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 uh, like, uh, real peace people speak. <laughs> Can we talk about Eddie Van Halen again? Yeah, it's a it's basically a diagnostic um, handbook for um, like clinicians and yeah. psychologists and social workers to help diagnose people who come in for an intake or an evaluation because they're having problems, and they'll give you a whole bunch of you know diagnostic tests to determine what the hell's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And then they have to classify you. And once they classify you, they they use this little handbook to help them do that, and you get a diagnostic code assigned. Mm. Thank you, Dr. Freud. Well, you're, you're welcome. And just quit thinking about your mother. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway... Smother. Um, I mean, mother. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Yes, Norman. <laughs> what's interesting is um, what I found was... So I, I thought Steven Tyler's description was pretty good. But what I found is they say, basically, if you have at least three of the following signs, then you might have a, an addiction problem. One of, is, one of them is what Jim said, a tolerance for the drug, needing Check. increased amounts to achieve the same effect. So that would be you have developed the ability to sit through a five-hour raid and you want more. Um, <laughs> withdrawal symptoms. Uh, taking the drug in larger amounts that was intended over a long period of time than was intended. Check. Check. Having a persistent desire to decrease or the inability to decrease the amount of the drug consumed. Check. I think uh, spending a great deal of time attempting to acquire the drug. Check. And finally, (laughs) continuing to use the drug even though the person knows there are reoccurring physical or physiological problems being caused by the drug. Check. As in cat ass. Cat ass. Yeah. And and I think that Shit sock. those criteria... What is it? Poop sock. Poop sock. <laughs> I think those criteria are pretty right on, or if you if you adapt them just a little bit. Like, if you're, if you're constantly walking around thinking about gaming, you know? I mean, you could say that your, your kind of mind is going in that direction. And a lot of the other criteria kind of ring true to me, too. The question is, though, is it applicable to MMOs? I mean, is it? Can you really be addicted to an MMO? And I don't know, what or do you is guys it just uh, an uh, obsessive? Are you just obsessing? Compu- uh, yeah, yeah compulsive exactly. Disorder. I mean, are you going to have like if you're taken away from the MMO? Like, say you're, say you're a little kid, and your, your parents say no more MMO for you. You're going to actually have to go outside and see what that big golden orb up there in the sky is, right? Evil, cruel yellow orb. Would Would the kid have like physiological? You know, get the shakes or whatever. I mean, I don't think so. Maybe, but probably not likely. Yeah, because it's not like a, it's not a, it's not a chemical. It's dependency. not physiological. Yeah, it's it's, physiological. it's psychological. It's psychological. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if we want to just kind of go around the table and see what people what what people's thoughts are. I mean, what do you think, Noah? What, what's your 
Well, you actually had a story similar to this last week when we were talking about this topic. I had a friend back in the Springs who went through a really rough spot in her life where she had a lot of dependencies on drugs. It started out with pot and then went into cocaine and she just, she believes that, or maybe she's diagnosed, she had an addictive personality. And she found when she started playing EverQuest, she was able to get clean on the drug because she was able to replace her obsession or her addictions with something that wasn't destructive as destructive impactful yeah didn't affect her physiologically as we were just talking about and so long as she has something that she can repeatedly do that she finds enjoyable in this case it was ever quest she was fine Hmm. she's able to avoid the drugs but she was still not necessarily cured because she was just replacing her addiction with something else yeah I mean seriously I mean I mean, you're not necessarily... I mean, okay, so what, the second she stopped playing EverQuest, was she back to no, her actually, old habits? Or? She... I think she was able to finally get a good enough grasp on herself that she did actually taper off from playing EverQuest and wasn't doing anything for a while, and it wasn't like she was lost or, or depressed or anything. So you're saying that MMOs could be like a tool? healing the healing tool <laughs> perhaps i don't know for her it was it's kind of an interesting concept mm. i know for me it's i really enjoy playing video games and i remember there was someone we used to work with mark who said that he used to play video games all the time up until he was like 30 something and no longer did he just abruptly lost interest and i don't know if i'll ever get there but i also wouldn't think that i'm addicted that i have to play right I mean, I always want to. It's something that I want to do, but I don't put other things. In right, place you you that. actually go to work. And that <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. right. As much as it'd be nice you to go, play hooky or stay home or whatever. You, uh, yeah, right. You, you, and that's that's the interesting thing is like you know what's the is there a point in your in your in your love for gaming where you would you know ha- suffer adverse consequences by you know playing too much or not. I think it's been it's a matter of self-control. It reminds me of just recently I had a couple minutes and like I got this I got God of War 2 and I really wanted to see what the intro was like and I put it in and then I found myself playing the first level and then I was playing the first boss and I'm like oh my gosh it's been half an hour I need to leave. <laughs> so it's just a matter of knowing having common sense saying okay I shouldn't put a video game in during my lunch break and end up being gone for two hours. Right, right. <laughs> Where is he? But it could that's happen. That's not necessarily addiction though. That's just like an obsession that you just it's an obsession. It's a temporary obsession that you, yeah. You know, you're like, oh wow, you know. Then you get really focused in on it, mm-hmm. you know. But it's not like, <laughs> but it's not like you know, if the, if if your boss came in and said, uh, you know, you've been taking kind of a <laughs> abnormally long lunch break, Noah. <laughs> could you uh, please get back on this? Uh, it's not like he just wouldn't say, screw you. I'm going to play some more. You know, it's not like he'd be <laughs> yeah. like. We've noticed that you're referring to your co-workers as ancient Roman gods and marking them for death. <laughs> We're a little worried that that's something entirely different altogether. Reality. Or we had that issue previously too. <laughs> I always have that problem. <laughs> Not that particular <laughs> issue, but the issue of people being really compulsive about it when we would play 
we played Warcraft three during lunch. Yeah, that us and our coworkers, and then it started getting to the point where people were trying to sneak it in all day long. Yeah, we Noah and I, for the record, worked at the most dysfunctional company ever together for a long time. <laughs> Sweet. And we, we, have, loved it. we have lots of source material on strange things you can do at work and get away with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and that's the that need for a one. podcast. Yeah, and didn't you end up having to pull the plug? I on somebody on, kept playing on one particular person. I blocked his uh, internet <laughs> access to the certain ports he would need to play World of Warcraft, and, and he didn't realize that you were onto him. No, he thought that there was a problem with their servers every day when he was at work only, which was kind of an odd conclusion <laughs> to come to. Every time I go to work, then. there's a problem with their servers, <laughs> but at home it works like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> a subtle wave of. Of power being administered <laughs> upon him that he had no idea. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Do it again in a heartbeat, too. Do you guys know of anybody that you feel ever dealt with addictive stuff in terms of gaming? Why are you pointing to me? <laughs> you knew somebody. Oh, did I? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, that's right. Um, Jeez. Well, I don't. I didn't know him directly. I've, I heard of him from a good friend of mine, and... This was the guy who, um, and I hope he's a listener of the podcast because we're about to do a big expose on you. Uh, next, <laughs> will we? I'll be, uh, you know, visiting your house in the next three days, and we'll we'll have the film crew. But uh, but anyway, <laughs> what he, this guy did was he worked at a big company that has a lot of network equipment, and they had a closet which was full of um, some different switches and routers and some switching computers, and one of the computers actually had a decent enough video card that he could go into this closet and play EverQuest with no sound. Just mm. with the monitor, there was a mouse hooked up, and it was a Windows box and everything. So what he did is he disappeared, and somebody found him in this closet, like towards the end of the day, hunched over, in the dark, hunched over this... It was, I think he was in a very uncomfortable position, too, playing his EverQuest character, running around doing quests or whatever. All right, now that's an addiction. But right. then it gets even better. It does. what happened after that was... <laughs> This guy's wife was like, uh, had been pushing him to schedule some vacation time, and they planned this trip to Mexico, and they were going to go to Mexico and all this stuff. And then at the last minute, the guy comes up with the story that there's this big push going on at work, and he's not going to be able to go to Mexico, or he might be able to go later and meet up, but he's not going to be able to go because of this big push at work. And so what happens is he has her go off with like her sister, or brother, or something like that. He stays behind, and he does take all the time off, and he played EverQuest the whole time. <laughs> and that was, like, what he did for two weeks. A two-week vacation of nothing but EverQuest That's and no spouse around to distract him. And that was, like, I guess, you know, totals in. And he was bragging about it to his coworkers. Which yeah, one of that's which is probably... That, that, that would... You'd have to classify that as addiction right there. I mean, well, when you're just sacrificing anything... Work and family. Work and family for that... I mean, I was shocked you didn't get fired for the closet thing, but... I mean, there, there's obsession. There's, like, temporary obsession, and then there's that. I mean, where you're lying to your family. But it's not rampant. It's not... I mean, this is not the majority. It's not... I don't even think it's that many people, but, I mean, you, there are definitely stories out there, but obviously people like that have, you know, there's people have a psychological I mean, many, disorder. It's like, it's like every two months there's, like, some other... There's some Asian guy, you know, sitting at a... You know, sitting in some uh, internet you know, cafe, bar, June twentieth, two thousand five. Koreans, their four month and then they're gone. Yeah, their four exactly. month old daughter you know, died after being like a left alone. Seventy two hour marathon of 
because they went to the Internet Cafe to play WoW or in Las Vegas uh, just this this year. The the couple that were, was arrested because their uh, two children had almost starved to death. Well, yeah, there, I mean, these are extreme that, cases. I mean, I mean these die, people have you know, I mean, it's... problems. Yeah, they're addicted. <laughs> I mean, if it, if uh, they weren't doing it with the game, though, it'd be something else. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, might, I, totally I think so. I mean, yeah, it's you know how I, re- I replace my my gaming addiction with alcohol, alcohol and drugs, man, <laughs> alcohol and drugs. <laughs> You you didn't you left out the horrors because your wife's gonna listen to this. Well, right? you know, there's those two, but we yeah. won't get into that. Okay, man. Well, the other night to... was awesome. <laughs> oh. oh, that was a little uh, off topic. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> or was it? Um, <laughs> addictions, man. Addictions. <laughs> what are you gonna What are you gonna do? Time to rub the bunions. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, do the do the statistics support it? I mean, most of the people that. Uh, participate in these statistics are self-diagnosing self-diagnosing themselves but on our website alone 55 percent we had a poll on the site are you an mmo addict 55 percent of the votes said yes and then the the man that we love to quote on this show uh, nick yee on his site 50 percent of mmorpg players self-diagnose would consider themselves addicted to the game i think it's a i don't think it's real i mean i I don't think that that many people are truly addicted. I I, I don't that think that obsessed. I I'd say that they 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 maybe fall into they maybe are right on the money with one of the criteria I went through. Like maybe they think about it all the time when they're not playing it, or maybe you know they you know something like that. But I don't think that they're truly addicted. I don't think that they're. I think that I think they're like Jim said, self-diagnosing themselves. I have another statistic for you. All right. All right. 50% of people self-diagnose themselves. Dr. Marissa Orzak. She is uh, the founder and coordinator of the Computer Addiction Services at McLean Hospital in Newton, Massachusetts, and also an assistant professor at Harvard Medical School. It's actually a division. It's a division. She she totally believes in uh, addiction to MMOs, and... uh, sets her statistic at 40% of WoW players are addicted to the game. Yeah, I really can't argue with that. That's a huge number of people. That's that's an amazingly huge number of people. It's like 5 million addicts. Right, you know, I mean, it's... You know, me, I I think that I... I I probably went through a little bout of addiction. I think when I was playing with, uh, I think it was Ultima Online... I think I had a little, like, like a bout there where I was just like, I, you know, I didn't care about anything really. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be right up front about it. I mean, I was just like, I was really hardcore into it, you know. I'd play, I'd play every second of the day, you know, if I could. And I did. You know, and I, you know, if I, you know, unless I was working or whatever. Right. I didn't go as far as to, like, install <laughs> Ultimate Online on the... Work computer computers. Thing, but. <laughs> this Vax won't support my Ultima Online. <laughs> Damn it! Why? Why? Yeah, you know, you know, I, I, you know, of course, it wasn't as easy at the time, right, to, to do something like that. But you know, it wasn't like every company even then had like really good broadband connections or anything like that. So, 
But, you know, even then, you know, I think when I was at work, I was like, all I could think about was, oh, I gotta get, I can't wait till I get off of work so I can play the game. Yeah, but was your, was your job in jeopardy or the other functioning parts of your yeah. life? I mean, I don't think so. I Were mean, there adverse of consequences course, of course, on you know, I, I guess I probably could have got outside more. Yeah, I mean, well, that's one thing. Did, you know, you, I could, did your I health suffer? I probably could have socialized a little bit more. That kind of yeah. plays into a story that I sent over to you guys last week. Very recent from uh, the Times Tribune, the Associated Press Technology writer. There was a doctor, uh, actually Joshua Smith, who is a Syracuse University psychology professor, conducted a study with just 100 student volunteers divided into four groups. One group got tokens to play the local arcade. A second played the game Gauntlet Dark Legacy on PlayStation 2, and the third Warrior played role-playing game. Warrior is running out of health. <laughs> the third Blue segment Valkyrie. played Diablo 2 on computers. Only the fourth group, which played Dark Age of Camelot, had online interaction. And so he came back after a month, and he found out that that fourth group reported playing on average 14.4 hours in the previous week, more than twice as much as the next most avid players, the Diablo 2 group. And the Dark Age of Camelot players also reported significantly lower overall health and poor sleep, and were more likely to find the games interfered with their studies and social lives. On the other hand, they had more fun playing, and were more likely to say they'd made new friends online. And what's interesting is that the conclusion of the article would we we're talking about all these ideas that this sounds like an example of budding addiction or addiction but this smith guy said it's not addiction he didn't he doesn't consider games addicting he said that that's a specific phenomenon that can't be applied to games even mmos in other words it sounds like he's tying it more to substance abuse than electronic interaction or other things you could be addicted to I think we ought to have but, a celebrity have, like, death the, match. Well, <laughs> between him and your doctor and my doctor. But, then, but okay, okay. So, so it's not harmful, you know. I mean, all right. So, so basically, we're, you know. Well, like, that's one of the criteria. I mean, that's not soul. All soul. right, you know, it's like, but what? But you know, a lot of a lot of the whatever what was it the DSM. Whatever. Why do you quote it like it's some fictional? No, no. I floating across. I know that it. I, I know that it really exists. I mean, I'm just saying that. This you know, is that the DSM. Force. That is the DSM for addiction. <laughs> you know, it has to be something chemical. You know, it's like a chemical or physical. You know, ad- right. You know, kind of addiction to something. But yet, like Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I got to tell you. Excuse us for a second while we take a Yeah, yeah, excuse us for break. a second while we crack open the game. We'll now activate Mountain Dew slurping sample. And let me tell you, the, the game fuel, Mountain Dew game fuel, it's so good. It's like crack cocaine, man. I love that stuff. God, went on my nose. <laughs> Isn't that the way you like See? it? See? And now we have Mark snorting. Do you need any more evidence? There it is. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is the last week that we'll have an audio-only podcast. Oh, dear. (laughs) But, Hmm. you know... And, of course, it'll be the last... A week that we do this all nude too. Oh right! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but I feel so I'm free. So There's something about the way Jason does air quotes in the nude that just <laughs> makes I'm the just podcast saying, so. It's sorry, a, like, it's gam- like gambling addiction. Mm. So you're saying mm. that gambling addiction really isn't an addiction? Well, that was 
one interesting parallel. Yeah, that, that's think, like another parallel, because, right? There. Because yeah. people don't seem to have any problem classifying gambling as addiction, and it's playing a game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're 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 betting money on stuff, and you're <laughs> and and it's stuff. destructive. <laughs> destructive because you're Things and stuff. yeah. That that has a definite adverse consequence. Yeah, if you it use. does. And they, everybody does. It could have an adverse effect on your mm. health as well. Yeah. <laughs> when Linny comes after you. Yeah, exactly. When, when, when the mook when the mook comes after you and says, you know, where's my money? Yeah. And you're going. Uh, so there's a. You no, know, I'm just you know. It's a good that's point. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like. <laughs> you know, it's like what? Okay, so they're saying that okay, gambling, you know, hardcore gambling really is an addiction. Well, you know, you're spending so much time and effort, and sometimes real money. I mean, a lot of people spend real money on. We know MMOs. that after the sex for gold thing. Exactly. Well, actually, that wasn't money, but. Well, maybe maybe she had a, maybe she had like a like a totally like different problem. Not only was she addicted to games, but she may have been addicted to sex too. So hey, why not Perfect. combine the two together? And, Where can I find one of those? <laughs> 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 Let's combine the two together, and uh, they'll be beneficial. And nympho immemoliac. That'd be awesome. You know, I, I you know, it's just I I think there is there there is an addictive element to it. So if we take a vote, what do you... But I think it's like hardcore. I mean, I think it takes mm-hmm. a certain type of personality because, you know, now I'm like, yeah, I mean, would I love to play City of Heroes all the time? Hell yeah. Well, it's kind of like... I love that. That would like, be fun. Yeah. I, I'd I get, love to be able to just spend all my time online on, on City of Heroes and just screw around, but I choose not to, you know? Because I have other things that I want to do. Yard work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not yard work. Yard work is I understand. I understand completely. Mind, Podcasting. Podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Blog writing. Mm, blogging. <laughs> sweet, sweet blogging. You know, it's just, you know, but I think that, you know, it takes a certain type of personality to do that. You know, to get that far. Yeah. I think something that would be interesting to talk about in a future episode is what is it that makes online games so enthralling and so captivating versus other types of games. And what Depends on the game, doesn't it? That's <laughs> similar in common with what other kind things of game that can draw you in, such as gambling. Right. Well, you know, is it... The other question is, is it... Um, is there a scale for it, or is it an absolute thing? Like, I, I don't think you can be a little bit of an alcoholic, right? Nope. So you can't you sure be, can't. I can you can be a little bit of an alcoholic. Can. You're a pretty big guy to be a little alcoholic. Scotch, 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 scotch. But I like I scotch. like scotch. So you can't really have a like a sliding scale for your MMO addiction if that holds true, or can you? That's a good question. A lot of questions, not many answers. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe just I'm still a, maybe maybe I am an MMO addict, but you're a. You're a f- but because my alcoholism is so much higher, that it just kind of <laughs> it's a it's a <laughs> god for that. It's a ladder, Thank you know. God. It's a sliding scale on a ladder. Oh, brother Jason, that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for alcoholism, or else I'd be an MMO addict. 
to regress a little, uh, there's a definition here. Pathological gambling is a progressive disease that devastates not only the gambler, but everyone with whom he or she has a significant relationship. But it's an addiction. In 1980, the American Psychiatric Association accepted pathological gambling as a disorder of impulse control. It is an illness that is chronic and progressive, but it can be diagnosed and treated. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder what the treatment is. I don't know. Hmm. I, I, you know, it, it'd probably be interesting to see how much the gaming industry would fight the tag of addiction or 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 something mm-hmm. like that. To you know, because it would become a legal issue. I don't issue. think they will. Because you know, the thing is, yeah. is that it's like warning. Yeah, yeah so they're, 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 they're going to start putting disclaimers on the game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like. You know, it's not the developer's fault that they created, like, a piece of crack on accident. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, it's like, it's like okay, here. I've created uh, World of Warcraft. All right. It's the funnest MMO ever created. And now you're going to tell me that it's my fault that I created this thing. and Which is just a refinement of all the other crap that's yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like suing... Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, it's like which I intend to again. <laughs> it's like refining, you know, the process of delivering coffee to the masses. You yeah. know, it's like or suing McDonald's because you're fat. It's exactly. Yeah. I well, of, of course I don't. I, of course I never. You need to get that, fat first. I'll do it. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is that okay? But is our McDonald's hamburgers like so good? So that you feel like you have to go out there every day and have one from Australia no. injected with not fat. for me. Mm. <laughs> Starbucks, on the other hand, okay, because I, I like Starbucks. I do. I, I I really like Starbucks. Chai tea latte, mm. pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> That's some Oof. good stuff, man. Double tall mocha latte. Yeah, double tall mocha latte. Grande oh. <laughs> with chocolate double sprinkles. shot. Oh yeah, cinnamon caramel mm. frappuccino. It's not coffee, <laughs> it's dessert. <laughs> but Sorry. it's not an addiction, though. Uh-uh. Not at all. And the only adverse consequences are that you you lose, like, five bucks every time you go in the street. <laughs> that you pay five dollars for a 50-cent cup of coffee. That's right, yeah. you know, but, you know, it's good stuff. You know, and it's like, okay, so should gaming developers be punished for creating a, a piece of crack that doesn't really affect you? Physically, I guess is, I, I, I guess that would be a, you know, and then that was kind of funny because I, I think your your one blog, the uh, the parenting blog, kind of kind of segued into like something different with a lot of the a lot of the responses where people were like, well, you know, the developers shouldn't make these games, so we have to play like these certain types of hours and put this much time into it and stuff and and whatnot, and it's like, you know what? Then don't. Right, you know, but they were all like, <laughs> "But we feel like we have to." And it's like, well, "Why do you feel like we have to? Because you're addicted?" No, I'm not, you know. And then they'll, they'll probably break out and say, "No, I'm not saying I'm addicted or anything." But okay, are but you sure you're not? It should just be a little less easy to lose my life to it. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> you know, it's like to each his own. I like scotch. Some other <laughs> people like games. You like Scotch? If I had a nickel. Um, so what's the vote? Just, just real quick to wrap this up. Like, who, who here thinks that addiction is real? 
that MMO addiction is real. There are no hands in the air for those oh. for those of you oh, without no, no. VM oh. cameras. Okay. Oh, go. Uh, I thought we were going to go around. Yeah, I was going to go around. Like, oh, so I thought we were going to raise our hands. So, Jim, <laughs> you can raise your hand. It's your turn. I'm or not. not I'm not going to raise my hand. Vote. No, it's my verbal vote. No, I don't believe it. The addiction is real. Jason? Yeah, I, I think it's real. Noah? I think it's real in a small, in a small statistical sample. I'm on the fence. No, there's no fence. I am. I haven't. How can you be on the fence? Because I I went into the I went into this discussion tonight. The Steve. I am a flip. I'd make a. You'd make a great (laughs) politician. I. Wait to hear his rant. (laughs) Yeah, it's unfortunate. But yeah, I was. I went into this thinking that it definitely isn't, and now. I think I need to just think about it a little more because it could be. I think a lot of it has to do with what Jason said. It depends on the type of person, how they handle it. Because there's compulsiveness, there's compulsive pain, and there's addiction. What? Yeah, I, a hobby. I thought it. I thought it was overestimated or over self-diagnosed. Was what what I went into this with, and yeah, now I think people and it, that may around. still be true. Yeah. But could you actually be addicted to it? That might also be true. Yeah. So I'm kind of a, it's kind of a quandary I'm in, and I'll just have to work my way through it. It's a riddle wrapped I hope inside I, of an enigma. It's that conundrum <laughs> thrown in for... <laughs> so I think that pretty much uh, sums up that... Consider. Round, you know, Are you, you going to have a compelling point to make in your rant? Probably not. Not on the fence? <laughs> no, I'll do my best John Kerry imitation, though. <laughs> All right, well, let's hear it then. Power of the waffler. Tell them what TWEER is. So that's our latest acronym for <laughs> TWEER. The show. That is ill-advised. It was just suggested seconds ago. TWEER. I think it sounds kind of... Clear. <laughs> Can't you hear? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Cheer oh, for TWEER. can never have enough acronyms. Actually, tonight we're going to be debuting our new format. We're going to try a new format. For the episode rant, where we make it a true rant of one person getting up on the soapbox and venting, hopefully violently, about a topic. <laughs> violently. Sex is violent! <laughs> Sex <laughs> is Thank you. Sorry. Thank you, Deans. Unfortunately, those two musicians are not the ones doing that. It's Mark. Fortunately or unfortunately. <laughs> I will attempt to do a rant. Do it in this voice. Okay. <laughs> I'll prepare my rant voice now. And what are you going to be telling us about tonight, Mark? Well, my topic for tonight's rant is that MMOs should be more like sandwiches. <laughs> and I feel very strongly about this. Well, Subway sandwich? I put a lot of thought into it. We're talking I, about Quiznos? I'm or? thinking more like the classic deli sandwich. Like a, like a salami and provolone on pumpernickel kind of thing. That, to me, is a classic deli sandwich. It might not be to you, especially those of you who don't eat meat. But, for me... Well, even if you eat meat, 
I mean, I'm a big fan of that sandwich. I'm really confused about <laughs> where you're going with this. The tangents are on the muck again. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me prepare my papyrus scroll. I, mean, I love thing sandwiches, here, but and I'll uh, begin my. I'll begin to break it on down for you. Break it I'll on break down. It down. Break it on down. So I put a lot of thought into it, and I think that today's MMOs are nothing like a good sandwich. And the problem I have is that there's nothing good in the middle of these MMOs. You know, it's like there's a beginning and an end, and that's got all of the attention of the developers. But the part that's in between is kind of like crap. In fact, it's like lard wrapped in bacon. It's like the bacon is the good part. The stuff on the outside, that's the tasty stuff. But it's just, you get you get the good beginning, you have a bunch of lard, and then you get to the end and you have the bacon again. But all that stuff in between, what the hell was that? Just kind of fatty lard stuff. Tastes like crap. And that's kind of my take on it. And I think the problem is that people put, and it, it's in their interest, they put all of this effort into the beginning. They want that great, like really well-honed, finely polished experience so that people start playing the game and they stick with the game. You know, it's like that first 20 levels is this just epic, well-wrought piece of material. And then, all of a sudden, you get past level 20, and where are you? You're, you're in this wasteland of, like, content that looks just like the content you, you experienced the first 20 levels. The ogres are now, you know, they're slightly darker in color, and maybe they're you know, a slight bit higher or taller or something like that. They're a little bigger and a little bit more menacing, but it's pretty much the same model. And they have a different name, but they're still the same old mob. And now they just have more hit points, which is directly proportional to your hit points and your damage you can deal. And it's the same thing, and it's uninspired. And it seems to me that all of these MMOs seem to have this weak spot, 40 levels of pure crap. And then you get to the end, and that's where the good stuff is. But by the time you've got to that, you're kind of burned out because you've spent the last 40 levels grinding through the crap. And I think that's my problem. It's not like a sandwich. All the good stuff's in the middle. It's all at the beginning or the end. What do you guys think? Man, your, your sandwich reference, I think, really... Uh, it, it, it's, it, it's grasped me. It, it's grasped <laughs> me by the heart, and I, and I feel what you're saying, brother. No, no, seriously. Uh, the bacon, the, full, the yeah, lard, the filet mignon. Didn't, um, dude, the, the bacon, the, the, <laughs> the sauce, you know, <laughs> everything. Just, it, you know, it, it, it's really struck a chord. You know, no, I, I, honestly, you know, I can, I can, I hear what you're saying. Uh, my, my whole gripe has been is that there's not enough middle game content out there you know, especially like in World of Warcraft, you know, it's like, you know, they just don't... They're never going to add any. Yeah, you know, they're not going to add anything, so it doesn't seem to make, like, the middle game. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to motivate you. It's just a... It's like, the thing that's, that it gets me is it's all about getting from point A to point B, and no one's supposed to really enjoy the ride there, you know? Right, exactly, we, and then that and that's the middle part. Yeah. That's the, middle, the meat... The middle that's part. That's the meat, the cheese. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, yeah, exactly. The veggies. Well, well it's, an, it's an obscure it's an obscure reference. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I it's, see where you're coming from. It's not there, you know. And what really kills me is when you think about, okay, with the Burning Crusade the, the, in World of Warcraft, 
it's like one sixth of one percent of all players have run into Illidan in that. Right. That's insane. You know how much time and effort they put into that, as opposed to you know anything else in the in the expansion. But didn't they release that part months after the Crusade came out, or after the expansion came out? No. The, well, I think they didn't have everything. The Black Temple. I think. I think they're. You know. Still, I mean, that's as of today. Yeah. I mean, that's a mighty obscure number. What level are you supposed to get to that? Well, it's a level seventy thing. Well, see, that, but that's not. But that's you have, not middle game content, though. You know. Yeah, you have to do all this other stuff. So, you know, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't understand what the motivation is behind making a game or making these games where you, you know, the vast majority sees the beginning and then they get this quagmire that's the mid game, and then if they make it through that, they get to the end game, but. So few ever actually get well, right. to see you know, all of the that, game. That, you know, and that's the problem. It's like, you know, for me, it's like, it's always been about the journey. Right. You know, it's always been about the journey, you know, wherever, you know, you know I don't, and I don't have to do every instance or every, you know, co- you know, special quest, you know, to get to that point. But, you know, it's like, yeah, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to say, okay, I, I, I did this, 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 and this, and then, you know, finally, you know, it's like, after all of these, you know, different trials that I went through, I'm finally at the point where, you know, I got to, yeah, okay, I maxed out level. You know, and I can't even say that with City of Heroes, because City of Heroes had a problem at the time where people were farming, like, the same portal missions every time. Mm-hmm. So... When I played Doctor, my my Doctor Stellar character, for instance, you know, it was like it was kind of a joke because I would sit in these, you know, in these uh, portal missions, and I'd just be gaining, you know, massive amount of experience points, for right. not doing a whole hell of a lot, really. And it, you know, it was it was it was basically kind of like, yeah, you could say it was just a cheesy way of cheating your way through getting from level whatever to level. One of the ones I really think was guilty of the bad mid-game content was Dark Age of Camelot. I oh, felt, yeah, I yeah, felt exactly. like those first few levels were great, and you kind of got into it, and then there's just nothing there. No, I mean, there was, was nothing in the middle for for Dark Age of Camelot at all. I and I, I've heard a lot of people kind of, in one way or another, kind of pseudo-exploited their way to the, to the well, end, yeah, too. Well, yeah, I mean, there was like no other reason to I mean especially when you're talking about realm versus realm combat and yeah stuff, which is what they were really focusing on it was like journey in between levels you know one to whatever it was like yeah I mean it's just it's like it's not how, how it's not an epic journey if only you know 20% of it's epic Right, you know. I mean, could you imagine reading a book where it's like this really great... It'd be like a Stephen King-type background for the character development. And you're like, oh, wow, I really have a feeling for this character. And then it's like, fast forward to the conflict. And you're like, but what happened, you know, through all this other stuff? And it's like barely talked about. Well, yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing like with Robert Jordan's books. It was like... But then it's like this prolonged... Well, yeah, that got tedious. You know, insane, tedious thing where it was like, oh... That was a grind to read. This. That was a leveling treadmill just to it read was. through. Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, if anybody's ever this, read, like, that Robert Jordan series, it's like... 
in this Ace of Dive, I thought this was going on and thought yeah, that about exactly. this Ace of Dive, and this Ashamon thought this was going on and said this about this Ashamon. this one, and then he killed this one. Of course, both were totally wrong, oh, but this one really wasn't had it right. dead all along, and it was like, ugh, God, just come on. And then they'd kill off characters only to resurrect them. Exactly. <laughs> they're like, will anything be Reason permanent? The only like... permanent thing about it is the author died before finishing it. Yeah. That was the... Which is unfortunate, but, you know, that's what he gets. In terms of what we about, one talked about during the show was I remember kind of talking about how once you got out of the first 20 levels of the race specific area, no matter whether you're a blood elf or an undead or someone on the alliance side, you end up going through the next 40 levels, it's all the same stuff, no matter what your race is. Right. There's not any differentiation. It's like right. originality. Yeah, you're all, it's a funnel. And it's a giant funnel. It makes me wonder why. Because you have that anticipation. It's like, why well, I'm going to find me. I've got a character that I've developed and evolved and really customized, and I'm going to get to meet all these other people that have customized very different characters and different races. And that's fun at first, but that shouldn't be 40 levels of content. That should be like five. Yeah. I think, given how much you get out of it. The other thing that I'm reminded of is, and it's it's weird, it took this rant for me to remember it, but it was before Warcraft had even come out and Mark was telling me about telling me why you're so excited about it, like those are all new games that are coming up that seem really cool. And one of the things that he said that Warcraft is gonna be different than EverQuest and Ashram's Call is they were going to give you such compelling quests and neat things to do that leveling would be, in fact, de-emphasized to the point where you wouldn't even really notice it. It would just be part of a natural progression and you would be so enthralled with the experience of the game and how good the gameplay is that you'd be getting up to the next level and you wouldn't even know that you accomplished it because it wouldn't be important anymore because the grind wasn't important anymore. It was just the experience of the game. That was what they claimed. And I think that that's the goal of every MMO Well, the, the Warhammer guys are saying that exact same thing now, like verbatim. It's really kind Seriously. of funny. Yeah, they're like, you'll and never I, even I notice your level. that's what they do is they, they get their focus groups and they research and they brainstorm and they roundtable and whiteboard everything to the point where they're like, we figured it out. We figured out the recipe to make the most compelling gameplay ever. And no one's going to notice whether there's any grind. We don't need to necessarily be very original in levels 21 through 50 because it's just going to be so much dang fun to play. Right. And you'll become a professional or you'll learn to really finely hone your gameplay skills that you learned and cultivated during the first 20 levels. But the fact of the matter is it just gets repetitive, especially when the things that you're seeing are just a small variation of the kingdom. Yeah. I think that's what kills me is like the reuse of mod, mod <laughs> models for mobs. It's like well, this ogre is a level 40 and is totally different from the ones we were fighting previously because, well, for one thing, they were level 15. But also, you'll notice that this one is primarily blue, <laughs> while the other one was and, a more... And, he, and he's modeled a little bit violent. He's slightly bigger. bigger. He's three pixels taller. And he's... in the other one was a less threatening aquamarine than... You know, <laughs> you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see a company making an MMO where instead of trying to provide seven different races with the, all their unique 21st levels they just do three or two that have a unique experience to that race all the way from zero to 70 right and then let 70 be the big melting pot mixing 
group where you can have it out because just it's a waste of time otherwise. Yeah. I mean, it's really exciting to say, well, am I going to be a night elf? Am I going to be a blood elf? Am I going to be a human? But when there's only like five different variations on the faces, you can't really customize it. I think it's one of the things that makes City of Heroes so much fun is there's different ability sets, but it's not so much about that. They put more time and focus into the gameplay experience. Yeah, there's all that. Versus trying to make a fantastic environment that right. they obviously ran out of ideas for. Right. Well, you know, and even in the early days of City Heroes slash City Villains, you know, it's like you, you get to a certain point and it's like, okay, well, really the only way I can kind of level up is by, you know, helping other people doing their quests and whatever Group. Yeah, you're forced group, you know, whatever, which is, you know, I, you know, and I, I never had a problem with grouping in, in, in that game at all. But, you know, it was like if you just, you know, if you couldn't find a group that you really wanted to hang out with, you know, it was like, oh, well, what are you, you going to do? Well, you know, now I've found that, you know, I, I, I started playing a, a scrapper, you know, just for the whole of it, you know, just to see. I'm playing the scrapper, and, and basically most of her leveling has been through solo play. Really? Holy crap! That's different. That's well, because nobody wants a scrapper in their group, <laughs> for one thing. <laughs> well, they do suck. They do tend to go in their own. They're they're like basically worthless. For a class that was modeled after Wolverine, right? They yeah. are exactly like him. They're the lone wolf. They go. They are. Off. They're, they're, they're totally, totally the lone wolf. <laughs> but I figured, you know, if I wanted to just do stuff. You know, for the hell of it, I would. And I found, like, uh, actually today I found a, a whole different quest line. And uh, they, they totally revamped, like, that fault line. Oh, yeah? Uh, you know, it was like a danger zone yeah. kind of area. Now there's a donut shop. Well, you oh, know, no, there. there's more than that. I mean, there's, <laughs> like, any cops, though, like, there's like, quests to do there and stuff. And it's like it's, like, a totally different zone. And so I was like, "Wow!" And they, and they have they've like they've changed that up. There's like there's like a bunch of missions that you could do there. And I was like, "Wow!" You know, and, I, and I've you know I, I that's some stuff that I've never done before with uh, you know with my 50 character, Doctor Stellar. I've never done that stuff. You know, there's like different quests. You know, there's quests that you can go into now where you actually when you save a super, you hit you save another superhero. <laughs> I was gonna bring this up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you get in with another superhero, like the, like an NPC superhero, mm-hmm. you know, and then once you save them, then they'll, like, fight with you side by side, and they'll, like, you know, it's kind of cool. It's really know? funny if you, this is so off-tangent from the rant, but when we first started the podcast, um, Noah and Jason and I would occasionally vent on Cryptic because we felt that, like, City of Heroes hadn't gone anywhere and that um, they were putting all their resources into the Marvel game. Yeah. But we hadn't been playing it. We had just been kind of... I don't know where we got the... I, I think we all just felt the same way. We we're like, they're not really doing anything with it. And so now, since we've been playing it again and finding all these things that they've been just quietly adding <laughs> to it, it's really funny because I've had... If I if I ever listen to the older podcasts, I have to eat my words. It's kind of painful. Yeah, you know, oh, and, I, and I agree. You know, way I'm, wrong. I'm like, every, every, yeah, every, day, every day I play that game now. You know, and I, I've been, you know, I was away for it for probably like a good year. Mm, yeah, I think we all were. You yeah. know, at least, you know, it's like, God, you know, the improvements that they've made in that game, you know, just as far as just a general gameplay 
standpoint have been it's been phenomenal yeah you know it really has you know I, I you know it, it really all, all I can say is kudos yeah. all I can say is kudos to them because they've made they've made it they've made they made some of the things that you know I, I guess I, I didn't think about at the time when I was playing that kind of annoyed me they got rid of them they got rid of them all yeah that's crazy and now I'm like damn you know now you know now I'm like okay they have the whole crafting thing and whatever and you know and that adds like a nice little dimension to the gameplay you know which you know I, you know and I've been delving into that a little bit I think it's just the closest it's the most arcade like MMO there is still right it is and for me it's a happy medium because I can pick it up and put it down like you would a normal game as opposed to like World of Warcraft you know I'm at the point now where I have to commit a sizable amount of time to achieve anything alright and this is great because it doesn't matter what level you are you can still just pick it up put together a pickup group knock out some stuff you know I mean a little time would be dedicated to a task force that takes mm-hmm. some effort but for the most part you can just pick it up you know, and put it down force, pretty easily you know, if you, if, you know task force now you know they, they've scaled the difficulty uh, on those, some of those task force missions, to where to where you you just need, you know if you if you had four, so it's not like in the old days where Positron was like one of the hardest task forces. Right, you know, it took it's like, like eight hours. It was like this is your introduction to task forces. Look how fun <laughs> yeah, it is! And you're like, like eight you know, hours I later, you're like bathed in your own sweat, yeah. and people are sponging you, and you're like, like oh, you know, it's like you can do it. You I just read a marathon uh, four person task force, and it's just going to auto scale your level down. So if you're like a higher level. If you're like level twenty, it'll it'll auto. Well, you can do it still. To you. Yeah. Oh man. We and and, I, and some of the one of the cool things I guess in this next update is that they're going to allow you to go back and do missions like that. You yeah. May have not been able to do before. So like, say you skip like all the hollow stuff. You can do it. You can go back and do cool. it if you want. So. Yeah, I think so, you know, and it's like, you know, for some, you know, some people think, oh, well, this is only for, like, all the power gamers, you know, and stuff like that, but for others, you know, it's like, you know, this is just an opportunity for me to experience some of the content that I was never able to experience before. Yeah, what if you missed the fortune teller quest? Yeah, you know, what if I, what if I leveled to 50 before they even came up with, like, all the hollows missions and stuff? There are people like that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know? kind of... You know, I, I just think it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be a fun thing to do. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, that, and that's where the whole mid-game content, you know, rant comes in. Is where, you know, it's not so much, you know, how you, you know, it's like, how do you get there? You know, it's like, you know, and, and I think developers are like, well, they don't care. They just want to power level their way up to level you know 70 and then that's where all the content's going to be at right you know to me it's like no you know give me as much meat in the center and, and I and I do I totally I, I think that your your rat has a lot of credibility to it where it's like yeah give me the meat in the middle right no, in the no. middle where I want it you know where it's like okay I'm motivated to to get to that point, you know, because if it gets boring in the middle, then you're going to be like, eh, 
Yeah, because I really don't care about it. In a lot of these games, the only thing that spurs you on is, well, I'll have the end game to play or I get to do PvP. Well, exactly. You know, it's like if there's nothing in the middle, then you're like, eh. Well, first off, make, feel the need to go on. make PvP give you experience. There's the first fatal flaw. Do that. Right. I, I, know, can, I, mean, I love to play the, a game where that's all I do. Some of those, yeah, people are like, okay, I'm going to twink a... I'm going to twink a character in World of Warcraft at level 19, and then I'm not going to level him. Yeah, what's for a that while. I'm just going to, like, gather, like, the best gear at level 19, and I'm just going to keep playing that level 19 character till, you know, till basically I just get sick of it, I yeah. guess. Yeah, it's... You know, it's like, okay, well, what's the point in that? Because then you're just going to have a bunch of level 19 alts for a while there, and then you're just going to waste time spending gold and, you know, and time on, on creating the ultimate 19 tweaks so you can so you can dominate your battleground at level 19. It's like, whatever. Yeah, it's a way to play if it keeps you entertained, but, you know, it's not the same as... It yeah, still, no, admit, still doesn't the fix the mid-game. I've done that. Oh, me too. Jim, you actually got up to, what, level 34? 38. 38. 38. Did you feel, granted this was a City of Heroes, but did you feel during that experience that things started to get monotonous? It did, yeah, it was a grind. That I think that's one of the one out. of the reasons why I quit, and the other reason was, you know, everything else. Your friends evaporated. Like, we yeah. left you all alone. But it, it did seem like a grind. Can you draw a picture of, like, your, your minder binder standing over one, my main character's grave going, why, or something like that? <laughs> I didn't draw a picture. I did. It was just a screenshot. Was it a thing. screenshot? Oh, that was pretty funny. Why? <laughs> Damn you. Well, unless you guys have some more stuff to The mid-game. The mid-game. How would they submit those opinions? They would do that. Ellie. That's just for you. I always forget. I-L. The alternate spelling. And Mark, are you going to have anything anything else on the website about this topic? I think I'll post my uh, the the uh, little blurb I wrote that that spurred my rant or something like that. So also readers can then a slightly more eloquent version of what I was saying. <laughs> All right. Without the fist shaking and the table pounding. Excellent. Does that bring us to the conclusion of our fabulous stereophonic high fidelity Halloween adventure? <laughs> Why yes, or, I believe it does. Wow. Or or was that a baited question? Silence. <laughs> Is it awkward? We can make it awkward. <laughs> hey, look at this. Let's <laughs> do. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we'll see you guys next time around. Bye, Mark. Bye, Jim. <laughs> Noah and Jason. Good night, Noah. Yay. Goodbye, creepy stalker guy in the window. <laughs> not choose to stay dead. A brass unicorn has been catapulted across a London street and impaled an eminent surgeon. Words fail me, gentlemen. 
Hey, did you hear about the coffins? Somebody's been breaking into them. Glory be to the bomb and to the holy fallout as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.